0: Here's Joanne White.
1: Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Power Your Life, and I'm Joanne White, your host. And so many of us think about our relationships, and I think that, firstly, everything is about relationships, whether it's business or personal, friendship, And everything is also about energy. So how do we look at the two? What happens? Is there an energetic aspect to relationships? And if so, what can we do to create better relationships and also to create more wealth? And my wonderful guest, Dr. Anastasia Chopalas, is going to talk about the energetics of relationships Since a very young age, Dr. Anastasia has been deeply curious about the world around her, and her curiosity laid the foundation and the path to a series of parallel threads in her life, including a long career as a professor, research scientist, studying the nature of vibrations in matter, an in-depth exploration of human health, potential longevity, and esoterica. Her various activities converged into a career where she became ill about 20 years ago, and through energy healing, daily practices, and proper physical care, Dr. Anastasia healed herself and hundreds of human and animal clients. She learned that our bodies are designed to be healthy. And through her experience, Dr. Anastasia developed powerful proven protocols to help heal what conventional medicine says is unhealable, and she continues to heal and teach others her methods of healing as well. So welcome, Dr. Anastasia Shopalas. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Thank
2: you so much for having me on the show. I'm really excited to talk about some of my favorite topics.
1: And I love your topics because I think it's so important. Now, I'm I'm mostly focused on energy and relationships, but let's really talk about energy and healing first too because you had that challenge about 20 years ago which you changed your life and then you utilized energy healing which I've used to help, help myself as well and that actually was a transformative experience that not only changed you, but you've really helped so many other people. So let's go back in time, Dr. Anastasia, and talk a little bit about the challenge and what you did.
2: Okay. So what happened to me, I was about 42 And I had done all the right things. I exercised. I ran six miles before breakfast. I kept myself nice and lean. I ate a lot of healthy food. I didn't eat any junk. I never smoked. I never drank. And I still got really, really sick. I was so sick that I only had about two good hours a day. I would drag myself out of bed. (laughs) Instead of popping out of bed at 6 a.m., I'd drag myself out of bed at about 10 I was lucky because of the job I had I could set my own hours and the you know and then I would be asleep on my desk at like 2 I'd nap through the day in order to and I, but I would just do my job in between so um I, no doctor could really find anything wrong with me except that my blood pressure was really high I would grown a big um fibroid tumor I had I was you know, really tired all the time. I had high cholesterol. Um, my joints all hurt. They couldn't really find what what I was doing wrong because they kept asking me all the questions. So, like, do you drink? No. Do you smoke? No. Do you do recreational drugs? No. <laughs> and they couldn't really have a solution for me because I was doing all the right things according to all the textbooks. <laughs> So that's when I started diving into energy. I would met this doctor who was a naturopathic, homeopathic doctor. And my first um, exposure, I was living in Germany. I lived there for 13 years. And this doctor was the president of the Homeopathic um, Society in Germany. And she introduced me to homeopathic medicine. And I'm going, okay, so there's like two molecules of this stuff in the drop. <laughs> <laughs> It's supposed to be, you know. <laughs> so I started looking into more and more of energy medicine. And then I went to a recovery group. And there were, there was a shiatsu masseuse and a foot reflexologist and a Reiki master and all these people. And I started getting introduced to that. And they asked me to come to an evening of, of Reiki training. And I go, Reiki, what's Reiki? <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had no clue. But when I got there, I discovered that I could do all the things that they were saying, like since they blindfolded us and I could sense everything that was going on around me and I could feel what they were doing. And I'm going, oh, I didn't know I could do that. Right, right. So, so, I, you know, my eyes got opened really to a world of infinite possibilities. And I'd already knew that I had past lives because I had images from it. From them, and I was always pondering, like, how could I have that memory, and what the different, like, I'm a, i am can develop theories of how we can get it. Are we getting the energy somewhere? Is it an imprint from somewhere? Like, how, how did we have, did I have those memories? And I also knew that I was very telepathic because I could hear people's thoughts, but I did not know that I could move energy in the way that I did. And I started first healing myself. And it was a two-step process. I got really well, and then I got sick again. It's kind of like the one-two punch. And I had to dive even deeper into the energy world. It was like God was telling me, uh, you're not done yet. You still have more to learn. So um, I emerged after 40 years of being a, a physicist, you know, people can look my name up on the internet, and you'll find over a hundred pages on me from before I was an energy healer and And that was on on the if you could read the titles of some of the things, you would think it was gibberish, but basically I was studying the vibrations of matter, and so I got myself well through nutrition, through uh, meditation, through um new moving energy, like through a lot of things. I finally became really well. And now I'm about to turn 65 and I don't have any medications and I'm really healthy nothing hurts. My mind is still as bright and active as it was um, even in my twenties. I'll have a, an amazing memory. People go, how do you remember that? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, it's know.
1: interesting because you were actually studying the energy, you, you know, in, in your physicist days, Dr. Anastasia, you were studying the energy of molecule, the you know, the energy of matter and whatever and 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 really the expansiveness is that everything like I said earlier, everything has energy including us. So bravo for making that journey and I believe because I've had some of my own challenges that we re- receive those challenges even though at the time it seems very difficult like you said to help us move forward and to embrace something that we may not have even looked at but that that has you know like with you it has the capacity to move you forward into helping other people heal their lives, heal their relationships, heal their health. So so kudos to you for that. So let's talk a little bit about that. So, you, you know, you, you call yourself a scientific healer. What does that mean? And what does that mean with respect to energy work that you're doing now? Well,
2: so the reason why I... I actually somebody else told me that and I thought that was a brilliant way to call myself because it married really the practical side, you know, my really left brain activity with my right brain activity. Okay. And the it it really married it well because um a lot of the work that I do because I look at the world in a whole different way than other people. Like when I walk down the street after it rains, I look at the the shiny you know the colorful oil things on the street and see all the colors and I'm going oh yeah I know how that's done <laughs> right and so like <laughs> every little thing in life you know look at a camera lens and it, it reflects purple back to me and I go oh yeah I know why that is and I know how it's done And I know what the materials are and I understand it on a different, completely different level. So when um, I, I look at things, I look at how they, how everything is working. So when I started looking at energy healing, I had the same, the same inclination. Oh, I understand how that's working. You know, the only thing you have to take on faith really is that everybody can guide energy because your thoughts are energy, your emotions are energy, your actions are energy, your intentions are energy. So everybody can guide energy in a very powerful way. We all have the same skills. We've got the same equipment. We all have the same skills. It's just that mine are a little more pronounced because I've been, you know, I'm an extreme introvert, and I did a lot of thinking rather than conversing and being with people. My life was more in my head. So, which made me a good research scientist, <laughs> right? You do a lot of thinking because you want right. to know how things work. So so I started thinking about, okay, so if I'm guiding energy and people are saying I don't like the way I feel in a particular room or I don't like the way I feel in a crowd of people and I started thinking, okay, so what's a good way to block the low frequency vibrations coming off people because We are built to be social animals, so we're built to receive emotions, thoughts, energy from other people, and we're also built to send them out and interact. So if you don't like the energy of the room, I said, well, why don't we put a filter on you? The filter color, it's a little bit greener than sky blue, but it's a bright green-blue color. And that will filter out all the low-energy vibrations, basically yellow, orange, and red, and it allows in the green, blue, and purple, which is the high-frequency light colors. So symbolically, that's what's happening, and I tell people to put that color on the outside of their energy field, or aura, what some people call an aura, but they put it on the outside of their energy field, and they're a lot more comfortable in the room.
1: So I, you know, I love that because I also use use a method to kind of block out some of the energy. And something interesting that I think is important for us to express, because you said everybody is able to move energy, and, and, I, and I totally believe that. I was working with a client who, when she got angry, I mean, she, remember, your emotions carry energy, so we if we're not aware of the power of our emotions or our thoughts if we're blasting other people with our energy whether it's you know angry or upset or whatever they can, you know they may not know what's going on but they can certainly feel it so i just want to put that caution out because i think we need to work with energy on a conscious level and be aware of what we're putting out. And and like you said, also what we're, you know, what we're receiving, what we're taking on. You have a long line of ancestry with clairvoyance, clairsentience, clear. And so how does that come into play with, with your life and also with what you're doing with energy? Well,
2: so if we look at our if our our DNA or genetic code, the the actual molecules for everybody are pretty much the same. It's the programming. So our our DNA is actually like a computer chip and it holds all of our information on there. That's ours. So if something is accepted in the family, and it was accepted, like, you know, my grandmother would always tell me her dreams, which were uh, pre, you know, they were predictive, they would tell you what was yeah, precognitive, predictive, they would tell you what was going to happen or what was happening now, even though she lived in Greece, and we lived in the United States. And so she would call up and she goes, I know something's wrong. Like what's happening. You better tell me. And <laughs> so, and it was true. My mom was, had a, had a tumor in her spine and she needed an operation and she called up. And as soon as she heard that she got a, hopped on the plane and came over and stayed for seven months to take care of her while she was recovering. Cause we wow. were all young. I was the, the oldest at 17 and my youngest a sibling was like 11. So, or even 10, and so, so you know, it, it was really accepted in the family, and my dad also is a clairvoyant, and, you know, he would tell us that he has, so, um, and every one of my siblings has a, a predominant clair skill, whether it's clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairaudience, like one brother is primarily clairaudient, another one's clairvoyant, I'm clairsentient, my sister is clairsentient, my mom was very intuitive. So you know, I also believe
1: that. that that you can you can expand those. I'm Claire. I was Claire sentient and Claire audience, and and I never and I always thought that I was I was always doubting it until I started having a conversation with someone and 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 I said, We just had this conversation like she said, Joanne, we've never had this. Well I was you know, I was already telepathically and energetically getting information and what and hearing it and feeling it and sensing it. So I yes. think that yes. that it, it it's so important to, to be able to recognize that like you said, we all have that capacity and to develop it. And I think it's time for, for, for many of us to do that. So you right. work a and lot. We can talk
2: a, yeah, we can talk a little bit about, about how to develop that. But So what I was going to say about the DNA patterning is that I had that DNA patterning from both parents and from multi-generations. And if you've got it in your family. So what happens with most kids is that when they're little, the parents poo-poo what they're looking at. Right. And that's what happened with my daughter. She had to shut it off because my daughter was is very powerful clairvoyant. And my husband used to, ex-husband used to tell her, well, I don't see anything. And <laughs> then she would walk by. When I was doing healings on the phone, I would ask, would you mind if my daughter took a look at you? And she would look at it, and then she would tell me what she saw. And I'd say, yes, that's very accurate. And then I would relay it to the client. And then she turned it back on again. So, and so the, the thing is that there is now more and more um, programs for people with kids that see things or have imaginary friends or that come up with stuff and not to poo-poo them, but rather to help them develop. Because we are coming in an age where there's more and more people whose, whose abilities are already online and that you don't have to develop them. And so the other the other thing is that you can develop them, but it's really important to keep your body healthy and clean. So clean, meaning eating, you know, good, clean food, organic food, high energy food, rather than eating the junk and smoking and drinking, which dulls all the senses and it basically shuts you down. And the other thing that really helps is to to meditate or do something quiet. Like I go for a walk every morning for an hour to an hour and a half where I meditate. So,
1: yeah, you, you know, I do the same thing. I my my meditation is a walking meditation and I, I like to do it early. So, it's wonderful because it it gives you such firstly, it just clears you and just allows you to be in that receptive state to receive guidance and messages and energy. It's such a wonderful experience. So let's shift yes. gears a little bit because mm-hmm. you focus a lot on, on relationships. And like I said earlier, everything is relation is a relationship, including the relationship that we have with ourselves, with our bodies. So how do we keep relationships healthy and what what do you mean by but you know what is a healthy relationship how can we determine well there's something not right about this relationship i can't put my finger on it but there's something not something wrong well i think it starts you've touched on it
2: already i think it starts with your relationship to yourself so let me digress a little bit and say why i emphasize relationships so then the culmination of 70 to 80 years of research at top medical schools, including Harvard, Johns Hopkins, Yale, schools like that, they have tried, they have researched what makes a person healthy. Why does somebody live a long time, even if they do all the bad things to themselves like smoke or drink too much? And the, 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 order, the order of things that there are eight factors and what you eat and your exercise and your body, your self-care is actually eighth on the list, which is surprising to a lot of people because everybody focuses on, oh, I got to change my diet when actually they have to change their thinking. And the first on the list is relationships. So it's relationship with yourself, relationship with your family, your friends, you know your, your colleagues, your clients, those relationships have to be really clean. And what's a clean relationship? It's when you you stop minding their business and they stop minding yours. That's a clean relationship. And everything else falls into place from that. And the difficulty is, like what we mentioned earlier, the difficulty really is when you are – Um, We are built to be social beings. Our energy fields are meant to interact with everything else around us. We have these um, energy portals, what, what the Indians call chakras. We have these energy portals, and we can connect with people all the way around the world through those portals because they go through a quantum field, which has no time, no space. So it's just as if you're standing next to it. And people go, well, how can that be? And I said, well, have a phone conversation with somebody who really pushes your buttons. Can you stay angry for a while after you get off the phone? But they're all the way around the world from you, but you're still interacting with them. And right. So, Right. So we have that. Our emotions, our emotions, people trigger our emotions. And our emotions are ours and not theirs. So if they trigger us then rather than saying they made me mad is you say, I got mad because they triggered something in me that I have to learn. It's like a whole different way of thinking. So getting to a really healthy place means managing all the ways you're interacting with people. And you can, you can manage them by disconnecting the cord. So there's an energy technique for doing that. You can also manage it by keeping your energy field around you clear. And there's ways to deal with that. And I'm sure you know some of the techniques. <laughs> I, I do. And, right? And there are also ways to to help relieve you of the emotional anxiety that, you know, you've experienced. So if I were to have told you that I was in a really verbally abusive and and not very physically but verbally abusive, emotionally abusive relationship for 10 years – and, and most people say my chances of having a healthy relationship after that is like from slim to none. But all <laughs> my relationships now are healthy. They're all healthy. And I don't have a single abusive alcoholic in my life at all. So, <laughs> But people tend to repeat history. And the only way you can change your, your future is to, to release your, your past
1: and again you're really focusing on yourself not the other person and i'm glad you brought up that because because so many people say he made me feel that way she did that to me she made me feel so angry she she made me feel so and you're right, and it's about taking. Also, initially, I think just taking ownership. Nobody can do that to you. You, you are responsible for your thoughts, your, you know, your energy, your emotions, all of that. And once we come to that realization and honor it and activate it, I believe within ourselves, we're, you know, we're moving forward. So I think it's well, so that's, important.
2: That's- Yeah, that's true. I just also wanted to add that when you're triggered like that, like if you're angry about something, then my first question is not that I'm taking responsibility. I always ask, what do I need to learn from this interaction?
1: Very because important, definitely. Right, because even only, the right. even the the abusive ones, like you were talking about, the you know even that gives you something to learn from it. It may not be be initially pleasant. So speaking of that, what did you learn from that abusive relationship? Verbally abusive.
2: Well, you the the only way that you can make an abusive relationship stop is when you want it to stop when you finally just say no more to it. Like I, I remember my first step of doing that was we were driving in a car and he was using my keys because he had left his at work and we had, the same, we had the same, we were working in the same place. And so we commuted to and from work and he started chewing me out for something and I said, okay, I got the message, that's enough. And, and so he kept going. So I just yanked the keys out of the ignition and stepped out of the car. And I said, I'm going to go get the other car. See you. (laughs) You can't, you can't leave me like this. And I said, watch me. And I just kept walking (laughs) and he promised not to yell at me to please not leave him there like that. And I said, well, okay. So so, I just exited myself out of the conversation. And when he realized that he not, had lost control over controlling my behavior, which is one of the things that people that are very fearful do, they're abusive because they're trying to control you because they're a fear of lo- losing something. Right. And So, so that, that behavior completely stopped. And he left the house for three nights. We had two little kids. He left the house for three nights. He didn't come home for three nights. And I, you know, I said, okay, you know, goodbye. <laughs> and and I, I was really relieved to not have, because whenever he would drive, you know, whenever I would see him, I would go, okay, is the other shoe going to drop? Because he was so volatile. And finally, I just said no more to it. And now he's highly respectful to me. We're still good friends, amazingly enough.
1: You know, and that's a, that's right. That's a great story too, because when you yeah. when you said enough, when you said enough, he also had to go through his own little transformation to be able to to accept that and to accept how everything had shifted. So it's yes. great that you were able. Do that.
2: Right. And that's and and that, you know, I was going to self help groups and one lady was crying about how how will this ever stop? And I say, When you want it to, why are you going Accepted. back to him?
1: Right. You know? And you know, it it's it's true because many people in abusive relationships go back or or start mirroring that in future relationships and it just goes on and on and on you do a lot with with helping people who presumably from doctors they say well we can't do anything with this this is you know you have x amount of days or months or whatever to live this is this is just um unhealable in some way what what if can you cite a particular no names or whatever but can you cite an experience that you had with with one of your clients where that was the case and by working with you Dr. Anastasia, there there was a, a beautiful shift.
2: Yes, I have one I have one case that comes to mind and well I have a, I have hundreds, but this is just one case and I cite him because um he was born in a family that uh his his mother, his predecessors all died of kidney disease. Basically, their kidneys shut down, and his mom had died of kidney disease when she was 67, and he was at about that same age when he first came to me, and he says, my kidneys are functioning in the 20% range, and I will be on the, I will be on the dialysis list soon, I'll be on the kidney transplant list soon, and I don't know if I'll be able to get a kidney in time, help So as soon as we started working together, so most people think that when you have an inherited disease that you're doomed, right? Once you start showing, presenting symptoms that you're doomed. So we cleared and you can, you know, as I mentioned before, DNA is programmable. So you can program it to not have that in there energetically, which I did. And then I did healings on uh, all the body systems that affected the kidneys so especially the brain which affects everything and i did healings on the whole body and within within about a month he went back for a test and his his function kidney function went from 24 to 37% and he he stopped for a while it stayed at that level so he called me back up and he said well i'd like to continue and get healthier so we we continued and his kidney function went up to over 50%, which is now declared a healthy kidney. And he's now 70 years old and he has basically healthy kidneys. And we can tell when his kidney function starts to go down a little bit, it's because he's under a lot of stress. So we take care of the stress situation. And I do a lot of talking while I'm working with clients Um, one-on-one. I do a lot of talking with them to help them start to shift their lifestyle and their thinking, just like the things that we talked about earlier with regards to relationships. So they can have a new viewpoint and a new way of thinking and that helps shift them into a new life. And so he's now a, you know, 70 year old functioning with healthy kidneys and I've helped people shrink cancer tumors. I've helped people, shrink all you know other tumors one tumor shrank away overnight the doctors couldn't find it the next day and um, I've had people with different blood diseases diabetes you know their blood chemistry changed basically overnight and you know it's just a matter of talking so they think differently you know bring them out of their emotional funk and changing their their energy in their body to get them to heal very quickly. They, they go, I have to keep looking for new clients cause they go obsolete so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I tell. They people get, to, they get too healthy.
1: It's like, I don't need you anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But that, that's my goal is always to
1: get people healthy really quickly. Well, I think that's a beautiful goal. It really is. So um There are many different forms of healing. You said you've experienced Reiki and and learned Reiki and whatever. When you are working with people, Dr. Anastasia, what what kinds of healing modalities or protocols are you using, if that's okay to ask? Oh, that's,
2: of course, okay to ask. I don't use anybody else's. I've learned bits and pieces and basically synthesized them together along with the science knowledge I know, and created my own protocols. So I just call, you know, my book is called the diamond healing method. I use diamonds in my research as pressure anvils. So it was kind of a fun, a fun way to name it, but it's because uh, diamonds being transformational. When you're under pressure, you change charcoal into diamond, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but Um, it's, it's my own technique and it's based on a lot of scientific protocols and looking at the, the different organs and things like that. And I try to teach it in such a way that it makes it very simple. So I do have ongoing classes. My, I just finished a class on relationships and I'm about to start a class on nutrition and the energy of nutrition not your calories but the but the actual life force energy of food and how it can transform you
1: and you know so, it's amazing that food does well food does have that capacity and you were talking earlier about food that has more energy than other foods and, and you can feel it i know when i'm eating certain foods i can feel the shift in in my body the energy and and the, and just an elevated feeling of you know, ease or, or happiness or whatever. So, so it's really important. What do you think is the most important thing for people to understand about energy for themselves? So
2: I, I think the most important thing is to realize that they have a lot more power over their faith than they think they do most people say, well, I can't help it. I was born this way. Or, you know, they, they kind of give it over or they give over their, their fate to their doctor, like the doctor in the white coat. And so when they tell them you have three months to live about, you know, our experience with people with your condition is you have about three months and then lo and behold, three months later, the person dies or they're a rebel. And they, and eight years later, they say, "Yeah, the doctor said I had three months to live." So the the right the thing is that you have a lot more control over your fate. So whatever situation you're in, you have invited it in, and you can also decide to leave, have it go away, and that's the most important lesson with regards to energy. Whatever your intention is, that you can set on, your intention on a new path. And you don't have to do it brutally, like change everything overnight. But one step at a time. Every step you take, you tell your cells, "I want you to be healthy and happy. I want you to live," and your cells will return the favor. That's the. I think that's by far the most important lesson.
1: That's wonderful. I love that. So tell us a little bit about your book, the Diamond Healing Method, and just what people can get from it. It's. It's. You know, it just has so much information. What. What. What you want to share with us today we only have a little bit of time left okay so the 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 first thing about the
2: book is that it's very practically written it's written from the point of view of stress and stress is really everything that it goes against your grain whatever it is whether it's somebody yelling at you whether it's somebody or whether it's you're working in a job that you hate or you know, being in a body that you're not happy with because it's overweight or it's too skinny or it's out of shape, whatever it is that's creating that stress in you will lead you down the path of illness. And so it basically brings you through those eight factors I mentioned, relationships, number two is satisfying career, number three is expressing your creativity, number four is your financial health, number five is your sexual health, number six is your Spirituality, number seven is your mental and emotional health, and number eight is your physical health as taken care of by how you treat your body. So those it goes through those eight factors in the book in a very practical way, and it talks about how I in it lists 75 case studies. I go through 75 case studies in the book so you can see how what things are affected by energy. And a lot of people that have read it have said it's a really fast and easy read, and it's written with a, a lot of high energy words. So a lot of people have read it and gotten healed from just reading it, just because wow. of the messages. Yeah, that, I if love you that. Yeah, I also. Insta- <laughs> yeah, go I on love my Instagram that- page. It, it, a lot of quotes are out of the book, and all these people are always saying how much they love the page because
1: um, it's so uplifting. Wonderful. You know, words, like you said, even the words carry vibration and healing, so it's so important. Bravo for that. So tell everybody how they can get a hold of your book, how they could find out about your classes and work with you and, and find out more about what you do and the wonderful ways that you help people heal themselves, their relationships, and a lot of stuff that's going on with their lives. Okay, so the first thing to do is go
2: to scientifichealer.com. And on, on that page, there are, on the front page, there are links for connecting and making appointments with me at the top. There is, uh, the book is there. All you do is click on the book image. It takes you right to, um, you know, where you can purchase it, it on Amazon. It comes in both hardcover and um, e And there's a free program that I just completed. It's called uh, the five day relationship challenge and what it does. And I love to do this with people. What it does is it helps clear out all the energetic baggage you have with somebody. It's like when you're upset or, you know, have any negative feelings, sorrow, guilt, anger, depression over an old relationship, whenever you're carrying any kind of um, unhappy charge, low energy charge with it, um, we need to clear out the baggage because you you keep accumulating it, you're dragging this big bag of stinking garbage around. So we just wanna jettison all the old baggage and what I do is I take you through a five day process and in it you also have to do a little bit of writing exercise to help you understand why you've got it, what's going on with you, Because as we said earlier, that it's all to do with yourself. And the way you can do that is you go scientifichealer.com forward slash challenge. And um, that will lead you to a free five-day program. And I also have an upcoming program on nutrition. So if you join the challenge, you'll be on the email list and you'll get uh, notifications on the nutrition. And there are also free gifts on there. You're so healing generous. Audio. Yeah, That's... there's healing audio. There's ways. Uh, I call it safe healing, but it's really how to deal with relationships. It's a little PDF I, I
1: created. Wonderful. Well, so I we have about a minute left, Dr. Anastasia. What do you want to leave our listeners with?
2: Um, you can do, no matter what your doctor says, you can be healthy, happy, vibrant, and live a long, a long and vibrant life. It doesn't matter what anybody else
1: tells you. If you want that,
2: you can create that for yourself.
1: You know, it's wonderful because it puts the, the power, and I don't mean that in a, in a negative way, but the power about our lives and our circumstances back within ourselves. And oftentimes we don't, Recognize that we do have that capacity to, to take charge of ourselves. So wonderful, wonderful that you do that, that you show people how to create better lives, better relationships, better health, and be more wealthy while they're doing it. And thank you for everything that you're doing to help so many people all around the globe. Yeah.
2: You're most welcome. It's my pleasure and it's been a total pleasure being on your show. I had a total blast.
1: I enjoyed it too, and I enjoy you and I love everything that you're doing. So keep it up and we'll do we'll have you on again, Doctor Anastasia, and have a blessed day. Thank you. You too, Joanne. Thanks so much. So remember, if you missed anything, you can Go to Blog Talk Radio and hear more about Dr. Anastasia Chopilas, and you can go to her website, scientifichealer.com, and get so many of the wonderful free gifts. Sign up for the challenge, sign up for her newsletter, and find out how you can take back control of your life, your relationships, your health so that you can feel happier and you can vibrate at a higher level that really feels good and actually can be transformative to the other people that you're in contact with. So next week, we're shifting gears. July 19th, we have Prima Gariri, and I don't know if I pronounce her name right, and she's going to talk about your sacred wealth code. So by being healthy, by vibrating and having more wealth and healthy relationships, you are the most powerful person that you know or and that you can be. So remember, if you want to get a hold of me, go to drjoannewhite.com or docwhite.org, find out about freebies. And remember, each and every day, you have the ability to, even if you take small steps, to take a step forward into transforming your life, transforming your relationships. And remember that you are very, very powerful. Have a blessed day wherever you are. Thanks for joining us.
0: You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire.